Listen, I'm easy to find. And then they can kiss my ass. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's Nathan Beck with another video presentation. Hope you're all doing well. Hope you're all staying safe. Happy Thursday. Uh, this is episode eight, season eight of Big Nate Sports Talk. Um, before you get into it, there's a few things I'd like to say up front. Um, I am still uploading uh, season seven on Anchor via Spotify. Uh, if you have Apple Podcasts or, or if you're on Android, you can also leave a review on on podcast now. So uh, if you, I would greatly appreciate it if you left a review um, for the podcast. The feedback is would, would be much appreciated. I really do. Um, as far as the rest of the week goes, uh, the Washington Mystics they play Connecticut. Um, I will recap the Atlanta Dream win tomorrow. Um, and preview the game against Connecticut. I do have at some point need to get some Oriole and National talk in there. So we'll see that this weekend. Um, we'll recap. Once the Western and Eastern Conference finals, so we'll be ready for the NBA Finals. My plan for that is recap it game by game, um, and then we're just going to continue just follow along with uh, NFL OTA started. So there's really not much going on at the moment. Um, so be on lookout for things like that. Um, as you see the title of this video. We're recapping part. We're going to give a breakdown for the NFL mock, NBA mock draft 1.0, 15 through 30. Uh, if you did not see the previous video uh, with the lottery picks, please check it out if you had not, not already. I, if, I, if I remember, I'll leave a link in the box below. Um, my goal, my, my, I see myself doing three. Mock drafts, uh, one, I'm going to take into consideration free agency. Um, and also, too, the combine is now over. So most of that, so after the finals is when I'll do a 2.0. And uh, before, before the draft, we'll do a 3.0. Uh, so be tuned in for that. Um Before we get started, uh, my mind is still on what happened um, in Uvalde, Texas, at Rob Elementary School, where uh, 19 kids, along with two teachers, uh, were their lives were taken away uh, tragically um, at the hands of somebody that. Somebody obviously needed help. And my mind's still on that. Um, it's been really hard to kind of get a normalcy of things, especially in the after in the after that. I mean, I don't really understand how can you move on from something like that. Um, that that's just that's that's just that's just crazy. Um, again, I know people are saying that you know thoughts and prayers are not enough, um, but I would like to take this opportunity uh, if you can join me in just a moment of silence. Uh, for those, 
for those uh, those lot those lives that were taken at the hands. Just join me in a moment of silence. Thank you. Sean Spencer, I see you in the comments. What's going on, bro? What's going on? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so before we get into the mock draft, uh, we got we got to recap some very interesting basketball. The Dallas Mavericks are down 3-1. They're fighting for survival. Uh, no team um, has ever come back from a 3-0 deficit. Uh, and they're and they're in Golden and they're they're in Golden State tonight. Uh, Dallas, I feel like they had to win that game. I have been very disappointed um, with the offense so far. Uh, the offense did show out to me, uh, but it, it comes down to it, it can't be Luca. And um, game, I looked at the maps; they, they came out of they stayed out of elimination in game six and seven against Phoenix, and. The Warriors had this game, had that game in the palm of their, had that game in. They just let, they just, they just let it slip out their hands. Um, Dallas got off to a fast start, and that was the, that's the key. I think out beating, uh, the key is, is the pace. You got to outplay Golden. You, you can't play. A, I mean, you can't outbeat Golden State's pace. Let's get that out there first and foremost. But uh, Luca, we know, is going to lead the lead the charge offensively. Um, but Reggie Bullock, I know, for example, I'm using him. I'm kind of I'm randomly picking him out the litter because um, he's really kind of been he's really been inconsistent, and I I, I need him to really show out. He made six six of his threes and had 18 points. Uh, I need the others around Luca. I mean, again, I'm gonna keep saying it again and again. I talk about these, these these others. They don't mean nothing. That's that is, in my opinion, that that's false because the others do matter. And you you got to take your you got you got to take pressure off your star player. Your star can't. He can't carry your team and drop forty every night, and and that just gets you the win. That's not going to happen. I need Maxi Kluber. I need Dorian Finney, Finney and Smith, Reggie Bullock, Jalen Brunson, um, Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, Bertans. I need them all to step up. I need them to hit shots and make defensive stops. That's what the, that that's how they won in game in game four. And also, too, they played at their pace. Uh, getting, if you see open shots, take it. Use the shot clock. You know, the fact that, you know, they're going, they're taking advantage of the shot clock, and then by the time they're making a play, there's almost, their shot clock's almost expired. And, like, I looked at how both sides, like, for example, Golden State, going in the fourth quarter, they used Jordan Poole, uh, Kuminga, and Moses Moody. And, uh, like, they brought it down from 29. They cut they cut the lead like that. And then again, it just shows that they took their foot off the off the gas. But Golden State's youth movement is the key. Um now I'm concerned for Dallas because Luca had 30 and 14. But they're going to need a miracle. They're going to need to pull out all the stops. Uh, let's see. What's this here? Luca is the truth, but needs more help. Thank you. Thank you. Comment, comment of the day. Is there friction between Clay and Jordan Poole? No. No, there's no friction. Um the I think what I, what I, in my personal opinion, that's just part of the game. You know, there's competition. It's comp they're competitors. 
There may be a miscommunication. There's no friction. Um, you know, you gotta, you know, you gotta have to give Jordan Jordan Poole his flowers. He's definitely stepped up in there when Clay wasn't there. Um, but I, I don't, I don't, I don't see a friction in my opinion. But um, if Dallas went to, if they're going to win this game tonight, they need all hands on deck. I'm gonna say the Golden State. I'm gonna say the Dallas Mavericks. Pull up and uh, pull an upset in San Francisco. One ten. One oh four. Let's go to the Eastern Conference. Uh, this has been, this has actually been a surprising series. It has been a surprising series. Um, this has been a a joy to watch, but it's really also been very, very weird. The Boston Celtics now took a 3-2 lead, and just – and the, the takeaways for me, it was the first half of the second half. In the first half, again, your two stars, your Batman and Robin, made took 16 shots and only made three. What, what was that? What the hell was that? I'm sorry the H words and the D words aren't appropriate over the airways, but it's going to be today. I, I don't know how much more of this I can take. That that has probably been one of their worst performances together that I have seen so far in this postseason. Um, Jalen Brown turned the ball over, I think it was three times, and as a cohesive unit, they had 10 turnovers. Um, the Miami Heat, they were, if not just as bad, uh, a lot of their 28 points, uh, excuse me, 28 points came off second chance opportunities or Boston turned the ball over. Um, they didn't capitalize on any mistakes that Boston made. Uh, the offense was virtually lethargic and it showed. And going to the second half, Boston took advantage. Uh, Jason Tatum. He had a, had a very ugly 22 points, but he had a good solid 18. Um, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to say if his shoulder injury is a factor, but look, I, I, I'm from I'm from the old school. If you can walk, if you can walk, you can play. Uh, and if he should if he can't if he shouldn't have been playing, he should have said something. Uh, Jalen Brown had. 19 points going in the second half as well. Um, Al Horford, Derek White, Marcus Smart, like this again. The others. I'm just. I'm just going to continue to continue to emphasize the others. Like, if I can't rely on my stars, the others pick up the pieces and carry it. Al Horford, uh, Derek White again. They did their part. Like Al Horford gave me a good 16 points. Um, Marcus Smart. I mean, he he had he was in early foul trouble. Uh, Derek White had a, gave me eleven points off the bench, like, and then also to Robert Williams. Miami's defense had no answer for him whatsoever. He he gave me six points and a good ten rebounds, and also too, like he he beat up Bam Bam he he beat up Bam in a bio, and there was a point. Where for ten possessions, Miami didn't score a bucket, and I, I feel like that's that that's going to sting. And one thing I've noticed is when when, when every it, J, J, Jason Tatum he found his shot, and he's going to trust his guys a little bit more. I've noticed the offense when Al Horford's there, everybody plays more like this. But this has been a very honest and truthfully, 
it comes down to who stays the healthiest the most, who can make who can stay consistent. Because it has been these there has been a couple games where it has been an ugly performance. Um, I'm very disappointed to really see that that's how the Miami Heat came out uh, last last night. Um, but I still think that this I believe not think I believe this is going to go to seven games. I do. This is going to be a seven game series. I think a game we're going to have a decisive game seven. Yeah, so I'll be tuned in for that. Now we know we you are we you we all know why you're here. It's the NBA mock draft 1.0. We left off at pick number 15, and with 15th overall pick. Again, I took a lot of consideration in terms of team need and where I think each player would fit. Now, there are some guys that I saw in some mock drafts that were like top 10, top five, but I was looking more of need, not, not um, where best fit, if that makes sense. So with the 15th overall pick, I said the Charlotte Hornets select Johnny Davis. Now, um, for me, Johnny would be a good fit for New Orleans. Uh, I mean, I, I I come out of Wisconsin. He definitely has the toolage to be a good player. He can he can really help CJ McCollum take some pressure off him. I think he would be an instant. Uh, a, he would bring some instant offense to the Pelicans. Because I think they need to develop another player to help again take pressure off McCollum, Ingram, and when Zion Williamson comes back there. Um, now the Pelicans had the, had do have the eighth overall pick, but I said that they take uh, who did I say they take? Achi Ochi Abaji. Um, I mean, I kind of I feel like they really could use a guard and a forward, but I do think Johnny does fit does fit the. The Pelicans. Well, why did I say the Hornets? Pelicans. I'm sorry. Um, with the 16th overall pick, this is interesting. Now, I actually I considered him going to a Washington. However, because of a couple things. Knowing the Wizards, they're going to draft somebody weird, okay? And not saying that who they're going to pick is weird. I'm just saying that their draft ideology. Um, with the 16th overall pick, the Atlanta Hawks select Mark Williams out of Duke. Now, I'm thinking I'm taking this in consideration. I love um, Clint Capella, but I know he's not getting any younger. He's also injuries. Uh, I think he would be a good fit. Um, he's not, I mean, he's, he's a modern big, he doesn't space the floor, but he's an elite rim protector. So I'm looking at it like, why not? I, I do think you, Atlanta does need that. Now, if you, if you hold my feet to the fire, they do need a wing player. Um, because I thought giving up on Cam Reddish, I thought was kind of interesting, but they, he really couldn't find, they couldn't get him in the rotation very well. And then I don't know what's going to happen with John Collins. So that's, that's another thing I took into consideration. Uh, but for now, I said just focus on perimeter. Um, and he wouldn't be a liability on offense for Atlanta, so why not? Uh, with the 17th overall pick, the Houston Rockets select Jalen Duran. Now, for, for me, this, this was tough. Um, have Christian Wood, but he's more of, more of a four. Now, um, I believe this is his last year on his contract for Christian, so you could possibly trade him if you wanted to. Um, they did take somebody last year. I can't remember his name, but I, I do. They could use some more depth. Um, send. Alprin, Alprin Sengun, 
Sengun, did they say say his name? Like, he's just, he's still a prospect, so he needs some time to develop. And Jalen's more of a rim protector. So you, you have a offensive center and a defensive center. So those two could those two could work in a sense, but um for for me, uh I think Houston should definitely definitely consider taking taking a center. Uh with the 18th overall pick, I said the Chicago Bulls should take EJ Little. Uh Liddell, excuse me, Little. Um he is to me, I think he is the most ready NBA prospect. Uh he definitely could contribute. I think Chicago would be a good fit for him uh, because for me, uh, the key one is bringing getting back Zach Levine, uh, getting everybody back healthy. I know Alonzo Ball's been dealing with his knee injury. Uh, get DeMar DeRozan back, Nikolai Vukovic. Uh, they just need more depth. And for me, uh, I, I feel like he would be a good – even he brings defense and more importantly, like I could Chicago could really use him as in small ball situations. So I don't see why not. I like this pick for Chicago uh, with the 19th overall pick, the Minnesota Timberwolves. I say they should take Jaden Harden. Now uh, for me, I, I know they have D'Angelo Russell um, and most likely you're building around D'Angelo Russell Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns. I know that. Um, they need a true ball handler. Um, but I don't see them moving on from D'Angelo Russell unless they feel like they can get something for him. Um, I think he his ability to create for others, I think that's be, would be a, a really, to me, I think important. Um now they did hire uh, Tim Tim Conley as now the president for basketball operations. So that's curious. I'm curious to see how that's going to um, shape in now Minnesota's front office. You know, who are you building with? Who stays? I think you should keep Russell Edwards, Carthy Towns. Now, if you pushed me, um, I also considered uh, Bryce McGovern's here. He's a two guard. Um, I considered that, but I feel like I know I, I kind of can see a guard being taken here. Uh, I also considered uh, Ty Ty Washington. Uh, there's a couple others that were kind of weird, but uh, I say Jaden Hardy would be would be a good fit here. Uh, with the 20th overall pick, I said is it San Antonio Spurs take Dyson Daniels? Now for me. I value shooting the ball, uh, but like good size. Um, I still have. I've seen the tape. Could work on his J. His jumps are needs low. He needs need some improvement, but with the toolage of the great Greg Popovich, I could see that really being um, that could see improving, and uh, I can see him playing the three maybe even the two a little bit. Uh, I think he has all the tools to me. Um, he makes a good argument. He could be the best two guard in the draft. Um, I mean, San Antonio is about defense and they could really use some, they could really use some defense on the perimeter. So I like this pick for San Antonio with the 20. <laughs> I said the Denver Broncos. Let me fix that. Denver Broncos are a basketball team. <laughs> with, the, with the 21st pick, the Denver Nuggets. Hold on. I just typed it. There we go. Kendall Brown. I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. Now, for, for me, um, I consider... Bryson McGovern's here. I also considered uh, EJ Little here. Now, they need – they're going to have to really start developing some pieces around Murphy, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., Jokic, 
because um, they're tied in with those contracts. And you're going to have a hard time really finding guys that, that want to play, that are going to take, that are going to take the minimum. Because that's just not going to happen. I can't see guys, guys in today's agency take that. Um, and also, too, like I say, you just need depth. I, I really do feel like Denver needs to address the depth, um, and they need some perim- and they need some perimeter de- perimeter defense. Now, if you pushed me, um, I also considered Ken- uh, Well, like I said, I could I Wendell Moore Jr. Um, I considered that, but I'm also looking at. He's a solid big man at Ohio State. Yes, yes, he is. Um, I it, it was tough for me. Like I really, really, um, yeah. Little has a decent stroke from three as well. By wanting to focus on in the paint and on, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Denver, I feel like they need to take a wing player and start build, just continue to just build the depth around Jokic because that's who you're clearly building. But I like I like Kendall Brown here for Denver. With the 22nd overall pick, I said they take Marjan, Marjan, Bochamp. Um, now, a uh, couple things I want to make I want to make this clear. Now. Uh, Tyus Jones, the reason why I said take a guard here, Tyus Jones is going to be a free agent. And I don't see Memphis taking him. I see somebody grossly overpaying for his services. And they need someone behind behind Ja who can handle the ball and pass the ball. And I think, for me, I can see – Marjan being that guy, to me, in my opinion. Um, if you pushed me, uh, I also considered Kennedy Chandler. Um, I mean, he's more of a – Marjan's more of a three. But I, I think they need to really just con- start – just continue with the wing play, in my opinion. Um, I, I consider them taking Ty Ty Washington. Um as well, I mean, Memphis can really take a guard or a forward. Uh, I can't. I mean, it really all depends on what they're going to do with Tyus Jones. Tyus Jones could will probably take a pay cut and stay, but we all know some teams want to overpay for them. But I think that they should take a wing player um, to just continue just to build around Ja. So, uh, with the twenty third overall pick, the Brooklyn Nets select Bryce McGowan's. Now the they have until June first if they want to keep this pick or not um, because this acts this pick can be deferred for next year's draft and could get actually in Philadelphia can get it back. Now for me, I like Bryce. Um, he would be a good piece off the bench, and I think also too he could really help KD, uh, but. Kind of a little concerned with Kai, with, with KD right now because uh, we don't know where his plans. We don't know where he's at right now for next season. I pretty much I think he's just in the off season mode. I don't think he's really focused on next year. Um, they've already kind of made it clear that they're not really they're not sure they want to commit long term with Kyrie. Um, and I think they need they need a shooter. Um, they just need to just more more guys to help the build around KD. And I feel like Bryce would be that good, would be good. Um, I also considered um, Marjan Belt, Bochamp. I considered him, Kenny Chandler, uh, Jalen Williams. I considered those guys as well, but I, I feel like Bryce makes the most sense for Brooklyn, in my opinion. With the 24th overall pick, I said Milwaukee takes Kennedy, Kennedy Chandler. Now, Drew Holiday is not getting any younger. Okay. And like Milwaukee can Milwaukee actually has a couple of choices. They can do the same thing they did last year, where they traded for Grayson Allen number one, or number two, just get a replacement for Drew Holiday. For me, 
They need that was that was glaring. They need some depth behind Drew, and I think he would be. He's a great. I, I saw some of the tape at Tennessee. He is a great point guard. I think he would be really good. Um, and Milwaukee values that. You see, they value that with Drew Holiday. I think he and Giannis that would be a nice little one-two combo. So I could see that. Uh, now I also considered um, Jalen Williams. Also considered Patrick Baldwin, Junior Blake Wesley, um, Wendell Moore. I also considered those guys as well. But I think I think taking a point guard from Milwaukee just for depth would be good because uh, George Hill. Yes, it's, it's, it's not not the answer. Number twenty-five, the San Antonio Spurs select Walker Kessler. Now they need. I think they need a center. Um, they definitely need some protection, some rim protection, and again behind uh, Pilati, just depth. Um, I, I could really, really see that. I think he would be a good fit for for a Greg Popovich system. Um, like he's 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 another center that's off the, that's off my list. That what I when I did my when I did my homework. Um, I, I I could see him being drafted here. I could see that he brings a lot to the table for what San Antonio needs. So and the Spurs have, and I think the Spurs can rebuild right here in this draft with the three picks that they have. So I like that. With the 26th overall pick, the Dallas Mavericks select Leonard Miller. Um, couple things I want to take into consideration. Um I like Leonard Miller, um, but he is a project. Um, and knowing Dallas, Jason Kidd will, will help him tap his potential. Um, I considered uh, Trey Cravion Smith out of North Carolina State here. Uh, but I think I'm concerned, one, Jalen Brunson is going to get paid. Finian uh, Smith could potentially get paid. Uh, somebody's going to go, and I feel like why not take a forward? Uh, the only thing is, is just that he's going to need some time to to really develop. Now, I consider also I considered Patrick Baldwin Jr. and Jalen Williams, um, but if you help my feet to the fire. I, it was a toss-up because they really need to develop some more scoring around Luka. Kessler's legit. He should be great for Popovich. Where did he play his college ball? Name? He played at University of Auburn. <laughs> um, number 27, the Miami Heat take Patrick Baldwin Jr. Uh, now, I feel like the only thing that's – that hurts Patrick is his injuries. He does. Uh, that's that's the only considerate. That's the only thing. Uh, would be that's an it's not it's not a, a big red flag. It's just a out. Actually, says it's a caution flag, not a red flag. Um, I really do think that they need to start building some youth because that's what Miami. Um, if you pay attention, ladies and gentlemen, to this playoff series, they're clearly lacking is youth. Um, they need that, um, and. Like, fun fact, since 2017, this is the only third time someone's going to be drafted in the first round. Uh, but knowing Pat Riley and what he's done these past few drafts, he'll probably find something. I could see that for sure. Oh, no, he transferred to North Carolina State. I mean, Auburn, North Carolina. Oh, my gosh. No comment. No comment. <laughs> so I, I like Patrick here, but no, I'm kind of – I would like Miami to start really developing some depth. I mean, some, some youth movement. They really need some youth. And I, I I could see him being a good fit in Miami. So let's move on to the number 28th overall pick. You all like this pick, Sean. Christian Braun. Um. I 
also consider him going to San Antonio. Um, he's would be good in Golden State's transition offense, and he can make his shots. Um, I could see Christian Braun being a first round a first round pick. Uh, that's really what I think he could bring to Golden State. The only thing is, you just he is and then that championship his 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 defense and his he can get in foul trouble quite a bit, but he can hold his own weight. I think he would be a good fit in Golden State. I could see that. I could. Um, with the I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I apologize. Um, Duke can ball. He played well in the second half in that championship game. Yes, he did. Absolutely. I agree. And then with the 29th overall pick, uh, Braun is a fiery guy, too. He'll fit right in going to say, Absolutely. Absolutely. The Memphis Grizzlies take. I, I take. Uh, come on. Show. Uh oh. There we go. Trevor Keels. Um, uh, again, this is kind of a reach. Um, he is a two way guard. Um, there is some inconsistencies. Um, I can see him improving his game. I think Memphis would be a good fit for him. Now, if you pushed me, I considered also Blake Wesley. Um, because again, Tyus Jones, um, I say either, either one. I think he's a, they're both combo guards, so why not? I think you could go with either one if you're Memphis. So, and with the final pick of the first round, the 2022 NBA draft, the Oklahoma City Thunder select Trey Cravion Smith. Now, he actually did pretty well uh, for what I saw and what I read uh, at the combine. He really made the argument to be a first round pick. Um I definitely think they need some more depth at the at the guard position uh behind SGA and Gidley. I do believe that. Um Trick Smith Trick Craven is a really interesting guard. I like him. Um I like his motor. I've seen the tapes of him at North Carolina State. He could really, really play well. Um I could see Oklahoma City taking a guy like him. I can definitely see that. So things could change, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that is who I think 15 to 30 will take. Um, if y'all do my feet to the fire, I do think probably the wild card would be Christian Braun and Trevor Keels uh, or Blake Wesley. I can see those guys being taken there. Um, I mean, this – this have this can be a really really good draft class. All depends, um, but we'll see. We still got free agency. Anything could change between now and then. Um, like I said, this is just who I. This is just some mock draft. Things could change. Mock drafts in the past have known to take L's because we've seen guys who we never heard of be taken in the first round. So, y'all let me know your thoughts. But. Um, before we end the episode, again, um, I want to take this opportunity again, um, again, express my thoughts and prayers to those in Evaldi, Texas, what happened in Buffalo. Um, again, it's enough is enough. Um, it's been really honestly and truthfully hard to really process these last few weeks. It's been very stressful mentally, emotionally. Uh, 
because it's just when when does it stop? When does accountability occur? When does change occur? And the fact that we have people in certain in positions of power. And if you followed my channel for quite some time now, I have been on this as a, like a problem. I keep saying like a, until the record's broken. The media controls and spins the narrative. And once again, what you saw today, what you've been seeing um, is another example of no accountability and pointing the fingers. Um, I think it's absolutely disgusting that it took what I read 90 minutes for police to arrive and then to hear parents want to take matters to their own hands because they did not move in and try to stop and try to try to get in there and take care of the situation. Um, you know, even the way the media has moved away from what happened in Buffalo, um, it's just, it's just really, really tiresome. Uh, today, I was the Washington, the Washington Mystics had a post-practice media availability, and uh, shout out to Rafiq. I'm gonna say his last name wrong. Linston of nothing but that sports talk. Uh, he asked Coach T two really good questions. Uh, his take, because Coach T was not present with um, this press home game in Atlanta due to personal reasons. Uh, Coach T was very, very uh, angry, and we all should be mad. Listen, um, we, myself, uh, random name, Tommy, Cindy, Mr. and Mrs. Jones down the street, we can disagree. We can agree disagree on certain bills or certain things like that. But when it comes down to human lives being taken, human lives are being lost at the hands of others. And we're not doing anything about it. That's That that's that's troubling some. Um, we we can continue to keep we at some point we keep making excuses, but there's no solutions, and we keep pointing again, pointing the finger. And there's no accountability. Like I'm, I'm. It's 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 exhausting. Um. There's got to be something. There's got to be a <laughs> another. There's something's got to give. Um, if you remember um, that a while ago, I did a video in the aftermath of what happened with Jacob Blake, and this is the time where we, everyone was out. The NBA and the, the, the NBA and the WNBA were down the bubble. And everybody for two days didn't play basketball. And my biggest question is, what was the plan? What was the next step? Because the games were just postponed. They weren't canceled. They just were postponed. And there was really no next step. Uh, everybody, there was some who wanted to go home to their individual homes and protest. Others want to continue to play basketball. It's it's not just with sports. It's with everyday life. How how do we move forward and how do we continue on when you're di when we're digesting these kind of things, when we're seeing and, and hearing that you know these are babies, they're they, they're nine ten year olds. Like they had dreams and, and aspirations of, of wanting to be something when they grow up, and now that's taken away from them because we have uh, a, a issue of one, we we need reform across the board, we need healthcare reform, we need all that. 
And when you have people in certain positions of power that refuse to do anything because of either power, because of power and money, uh, that should tell you something. I have been on the record, and I will continue to say it, voting matters. But more importantly, when you politically organize, when I mean politically organized, I'm talking about we bring issues to the table and we go to candidate B. If candidate A is not doing their job, go to candidate B. If you can't, this is our agenda. This is what we expect. We need These are the issues that we need to be addressed. We all not may agree on, on all those issues, but we have a common goal, a common denominator. Change must be it must is needed. Candidate B is not going to do it. C, D, and so forth. Ladies and gentlemen, get out here and register to vote. We've got elections coming up. I'm not talking on the federal level. State, your local, your local government, state government, federal government. They, I'm talking about your DAs, mayors, governors, circuit court judges. They all have an impact on your everyday life. I've said that, and I'm going to continue to that. Get out here, register to vote, and understand these issues. Study your candidates, um, all that. Absolutely, we need reform as soon as possible. We need it yesterday. Yes, there have been more shootings in the new year, um, and we're what, that's like 145 days, and it's like almost 200. Something's wrong with that. Um, and we can continue. We it, It's... We, we, we have to get to a place where we're trying to set the, 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 the we're trying to set a better set the tone for the next generation so when they come in and they don't have to go through these things I I'm, I'm not a father I would love to be a father one day and be a husband but I'm, I'm afraid to bring my, my my kids one day into a world where you see these type of things not being addressed like it's easy to get a gun than baby formula some something something's wrong with that like a guy goes into a, a store buys two weapons and that kind of ammunition there's no red flags some some, some something's not right there like i'm gonna close up by saying this i i gotta give her a shout out uh, her name is Kennedy Burke. Uh, signed up with the Washington Mystics. Uh, really said something powerful that touched me. I'm one of those, and I'm learning to use my platform in any way that I can to really talk about these issues. But sometimes I have my moments, and sometimes I have people to go, no, be careful what you say because X, Y, and Z. And sometimes I can be that. I can, I'm a bit of an introvert and have anxiety sometimes because some things I may not say, maybe the opinion, but sometimes I'm afraid if I say this, is it the right thing? And for me, uh, I want to I, I want to be able to do something. I, I I feel like I can do more, whether it's starting a group, having conversation, having these uncomfortable conversations because they need to be had, ladies and gentlemen, and. I just implore you guys, I just implore you, uh, dear listener, one, just check on your loved ones, get out here, make sure you're registered to vote, study up on your politicians, study the issues, and more importantly, those that you that are in certain positions, certain positions of power, if look their number, their email, who the those their, their office. Email them, call them, and let them know that you're tired, that you're frustrated. And if they're not going to do it, somebody else, but we'll put somebody else in there. So, look, stay safe. Um, enjoy the rest of your evening. If you like the video, be sure to give it a thumbs up. Like, comment, subscribe. I do appreciate the support you're giving me and this channel. It's much appreciated. Again, um, this was very, very painful talk about it's hard to talk about um especially um it's hard to, it's really hard to imagine it's really really hard to 
get back to the sense of normalcy when there's no sense of security. And we have people that are really not seeing that. Instead, they just have, they're just narrow, narrow-minded. And they're worried about themselves and not about others. Because at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, they work for us, not the other way around. What was that? Okay, I do apologize. Uh, so it looks like so it looks like looks like I'm. Uh, you know what? I've said too much. I'm gonna keep that. I'm gonna just, ladies and gentlemen, stay safe. Enjoy the rest of your week. Uh, tomorrow, thank God it's Friday. Uh, but just more importantly, just be careful out here. Just check on loved ones and make sure you take care of yourselves. That's my closing message. But um, thank you, Sean. I appreciate that. Great show. Keep at the end, pretty much at the end, keep your head up. All right, thank you, thank you, you too. I appreciate it, thank you. But until then, um, I'm out. Y'all enjoy the rest of y'all evening. Stay up. Listen, I'm easy to find. These videos are tremendous. Like, comment, and subscribe, and hammer that notification bell. And listen, they can kiss my ass if they don't like it.